0: Really looking forward to this weekend. My sister and brother in law and niece are all coming in this weekend and I was really excited, looking forward to it. My brother in law's not a huge beer guy. I've kind of gotten him under my wing a little bit. He likes trying new beers when I take him to try different beers. So I found out Connor was going up to Columbus this previous weekend and my other cousin, who's not really my cousin, owns a brewery in Columbus called Land Grant. And so I texted Connor and said, Hey, if my cousin's cool with it, could you scoop up some beer for me so I can let my brother-in-law, Brian, try it? Connor goes, yeah, sure. I don't know what day that's going to be able to happen. I got Brian and my cousin Adam in
1: touch. And, Connor, you made the magic happen. You dropped off a bunch of beer at my house. How'd that come to? It, it was insane. So I so uh, I texted him on Saturday, and I kind of gave him the load. I, I might be there in the morning. Not really quite sure. I might go there on Sunday. but. So, anyway, you anyway, he said, yeah, I'll come through on Saturday if you want to. And I was just, he was like, yeah, I'll just come pick up the beers on Sunday. That'll work. So, we were going to go, but apparently a couple of my friends wanted to do bottomless mimosas from 12 to 2. So. The
2: Take So, it yeah, away from so
1: me. I didn't want to, you know, bring a really drunk person there, make a bad impression of myself. So, <clears throat> I drove up there with my friend Kirk. And so, I was like, hey, we just need to drive by at noon, go pick up the beers. He's like, all right. So I text him, and um, your, your cousin Adam wrote back and was like, hey, I won't be there, but I'll let know that uh, the bartenders will know that you're there to pick up stuff. Yeah, so I was like, perfect. Okay. So we park. I said, Kirk, you might want to just come walk through, check out the place. Maybe we'll come here next summer in town. So we're walking in there, and I go to the bartender. And I go, hey, I'm calling. I'm here to pick up stuff for Joe. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got you. Just give me a minute. And then he goes, did you already have stuff planned for you? And I was like, Adam literally just texted me and said, Joe's order will just be come. there. Just come, come grab whatever, yeah. sure. So i waiting there, and he goes, well, there's nothing in the back. I'm going to text him real quick. So I'm waiting there, and I'm just like, uh, maybe he forgot. I don't know, whatever. So then he goes, does three racks of beer sound right? And I go,
2: <laughs> "I go, uh, yeah, sure, I guess.
1: <laughs> so before, while well, the guy's walking back there, I attempted to call Joe, but Joe didn't answer, but it's fine. But uh, So he comes back and brings the rack and goes, so do you know what like beers you want? Do you want like a mix? And I was like, I'm, I'm mixed probably sounds great with me So it brings out Rex So it's literally six pack, six pack, six pack Next crate, six pack, six pack, six pack And I'm like, am I going to have to like pay for this? Like, what's good? like, Joe, I'm going to back And then uh, he just goes, all right, cool Well, I already got them marked off So you're all good to go And literally I'm walking out there with Kirk, Kirk goes Oh, my God, <laughs> <dude."> <laughs> So 72 like beers later So we bringing it back And uh, we had to put our stuff around so no another beer's rattled or anything, though But I was just like, so we'll, be sam- we'll be sampling some of those this weekend I'll be happy to well, uh, thanks for bringing those back hey, for me. No problem. Anytime you can view a mule, I will. Well, the benefit of the story
3: is not only are you alive, because last podcast we were concerned about your health um, and well-being. So so you're bad. alive, but you're n- you now have like a, a fourth occupation. You're now a mule.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah so you, beer uh, mule. Bring
3: it across. Beer mule lines. Uh, <laughs> We have a lot of bourbon mules out there, too. So, <laughs> Joe, what are you sipping on tonight? I'm drinking a Java Lantern. It's a
0: pumpkin coffee cream stout by Hall River. Um, I scooped it up when I was in North Carolina a couple weeks ago. It's perfect for the season. Not my favorite pumpkin beer I had, but you can, can't go wrong during this time of year. So Sounds good. JB, let's get
3: to it.
2: Home sure sounds good today. Well, I want to go home.
3: Well, welcome back everyone to episode five of the Let's Get To It podcast. Uh, It is an early evening, uh, that weird time we have between the summer months and the fall months where I'm still wearing shorts, everyone else has pants on. Don't agree. It's my uh, favorite time of the year because you can wear the quarter zip with a t-shirt or polo underneath and then shorts. (laughs) I believe you mentioned this last time. You're still high on this, aren't you? Quarter zip season is, uh, corresponds with flannel season and uh, the overlap pumpkin spice latte season so just lots of good seasons football season right. yeah you know, that's my favorite I, I will
0: say my one qualm with this time of year is we're getting close to uh turning our clocks back and i'm also getting to the point where i go to school and work and
3: it's dark and i come home and it's dark that just makes me a little a little sad maybe this is a uh, debate for uh, one of our future podcasts especially when producer phil is here but he he is under the impression that if we eliminated daylight savings time, we would have more light during the day. And I always try to tell him, we're just shifting our day to match up with the light better. Yes, I, I agree, I'm on your side on this argument, Yeah. But maybe, we, yeah maybe we get him in as a, as a guest appearance. You know, uh, I think we talked about this in one of the past episodes, but they had those, when Facebook first came out, they had all those groups, like, when I was in school, uh, Uranus was still a planet, right. and things like that. You mean, you mean Pluto? Pluto, whichever one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I thought we were thought rid of more planets. Uh, there were some other ones we thought of uh, more recently, but we could say like when uh, I remember when daylight savings time started in October, like in September or something, because they've moved it back now. Yes. And so, as a um, post-college, uh, and now still in my current life. That one weekend, which is always around Halloween, it's either the last week in November or the or the last weekend in October or the first weekend in November, you have that one Saturday night that get one thirty becomes twelve thirty, and then you get a bonus hour. You look at the forward. Bar. To that. Well, I always look forward to it every year, and then I always never, at least the last <laughs> couple of years, haven't seemed to quite uh, take advantage of it. So understandable. Hopefully, we're there. Also, one more thing on your beer you're drinking tonight. <laughs> you, when you said. It's Halls ri- River Halls Hall, or Hall-, Hall. Oh Ha. I thought you H-A-W's. said Haws. Yeah, it's, which it's then a reminded small me town of North Carolina's, um, you know, fried peppers at Halls oh, on the River. Oh, the beer cheese. Yeah, and the beer cheese. Yeah, beer cheese is a delight. You know, uh, it's not a long trip down there, but I don't think we go enough. Some people go. I've been once. So yeah, you've only been once. Yeah, I think it's a place where you have to take uh, visitors when they come. I to agree,
0: town. and it's very seasonal. Very, is very, it? yeah. Very seasonal, because like, those windy roads, it gets pretty mm. bad in the fall, winter.
3: There's a way you can th- take the interstate and just and there's off also of that flooding part, too, though. a lot down there. Yeah, they flooded once. Major. Which, have you ever been on the ferry? I've have not. Have you? Uh, when I was younger, yeah. Lying, I'm lying amazed around. that people driving from <laughs> Richmond or or wherever would come commute that way to you, right. because every morning on the news, again, an avid morning news watcher, they will often say. Clay's Ferry is closed today, or not running. Speaking of ferries, Connor, is that what your Halloween costume is going to be, or?
2: <laughs> well, I don't know. Do, we well, have, we'll do you always we'll have see. your we'll Halloween costume ready? I think you just oh, yeah. took us oh, yeah. explicit.
0: I I have mine ready. I'm ready. Bo is going to be a lion. He's very excited. Not really, but he doesn't have choice, so he'll be <laughs> a lion. My niece, who I talked about, who's coming in, she's going to be Wendy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry Dorothy I Wendy I don't I guess Wendy's Pan, from um, Peter Pan. Peter Pan's Mary's Tinker Tinkerbell. yeah, yeah there we go So she's there. gonna be Dorothy yes. so we're gonna get some pictures there uh, Lindsay and I are going to be safari, people on Safari with our little lion that we have and so we're getting a, a lot of uses out of his, his costume
3: I know you have yours ready you're not ready to disclose yet minus a surprise but I will say that because of <laughs> because of the costume I chose, Amazon is now targeting me as a cosplay <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Boy, wow. <laughs> a lot of recommendations so, coming your uh, way. Does someone want to explain that?
0: Uh, Kyle would be our in-house cosplay uh, <laughs> person. Uh,
4: Briefly. Yeah. yeah, so cosplay is just basically when um, you dress up as different characters from either comic books or anime or um, other fictional um mediums um so yeah is that all you want to be so a... how
3: is cosplay different than a furry oh that's that's <laughs> much that is much different <laughs> <I guess laughs> furry is you know, furry we do yeah. not watch entourage uh, <laughs> we have a long time though. we, we want to
4: keep this uh you know an all-ages kind of podcast so yeah we will not get in the furry business <laughs> I've furry
3: furry when um, oh. people have relations wearing oh, costumes. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, like, fur, like furry ones mm-hmm. kind of like
4: mascot kind of outfits and stuff yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But there's a whole entourage storyline. Uh, let's that. let's let's get to win show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So moving on, we'll start with uh, as usual across the board. Um, it's Keeneland season. I think I mentioned that last time. I've been to Keeneland twice. Joe, you're going Friday. I am going Friday. We'll be I'm in the going clubhouse, really as well. fancy.
0: We'll look down on you all that are out in the
3: with the common folk. Oh, I'm no. I'm going to be in the uh, new paddock. Oh, that's right, on. you, yeah. You 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 were excited about that. Yep. I I won an incentive at work, so that helps, that helped uh, treat me for that. And Connor, you're
0: going tomorrow, We're right? going tomorrow for
3: work, yeah. Didn't go. And then Kyle will be joining me on Friday with our family. So, all of us. I mean, I think it's uh, hashtag Lexington Goals to find a job that will allow you to go at least once a week during yeah. the season, right? Oh, yeah. And then there's people that go multiple times a week. Anyway, so let's go ahead and we do our win, place, and show each uh, podcast. And so I will start with the win. It's uh, something that Joe and I have really kind of dipped our toes into, but that is as of yesterday, the Lime scooters were released in Lexington and the Spin scooters were today. Uh, Joe and I have both signed up to be Lime I'm juicers. a juicer, yeah, yeah, I am a juicer. Uh, we I were, used to be a barista, now yeah, I'm a juicer. <laughs> we, were, we were greeted by Never the, the Lexington market <laughs> manager by saying, hello juicers, last night at our orientation. It was a, it was a real card. Yeah, which wasn't really an orientation. We just uh, received four more chargers, which is surprising, people probably don't know. The charger to hook up, one of, to, to charge one of the scooters basically looks like a laptop charger. It does. Um, so we both bought four and then we got, then we were given four more so we can have the capacity to juice
0: eight at a time. In our, at our orientation, I'll say it was a real who's who of Lexington uh-huh. at our orientation. I think every Lyft Uber driver, uh, Amazon some Amazon Uh, right Uh, everything,
3: DoorDash. Some of these things were not like the others. I think is the best way to put this. (laughs) Yeah, of the fifty people that we saw while we were there for orientation, he said there were fifty people that signed up to come. There were a lot of already um, professional driver types. There was one uh, like college boy and his dad combination. Yeah, but then they scurried off. They got, I don't know if they got scared away or what. Uh, happened that was the them. mom. There was oh, another that's right. Okay. And then there was one husband and wife. What almost. would you say the collective education was? Well, right. far be it for me to uh, speak. Uh, would you say you're more educated than most of the people that were there? I would. I would say not many had a college degree. Uh, I'm probably high <laughs> well. I'm not going to go there. Our coworkers are lovely, but. Um, I will say this. A couple of the people were talking that they thought the, their juicing income would replace the Uber or Lyft income. And I, I, it's I ambitious. It's ambitious because it takes so long to charge. It takes six to eight hours to charge them. Now, now the um, one saving
0: grace on that is it only being inside New Circle. So you're not having mm-hmm. to go far. And then you and I also found out through the app you can reserve... When you're going to go pick it up? So, like, if you're going on your way, you can
3: find you see one and you can reserve it it for 30
0: minutes. That you're the one coming to pick it up, and you can't get it really sniped from you. Which was what I was worried about.
3: So, um, last night, I don't know if you were monitoring it last night at all. Um, After eight o'clock, they all lit up basically. But, but uh, for those of you uh, who weren't in Lexington on the evening of Monday, um, October 21st, it was uh, pretty much a monsoon. And so I was not going to go out and dip my um, toes into the juicing uh, atmosphere on that first night. But tonight, you know, maybe after we're going to the podcast, or, you know, we'll see what's going on. Also, want to bring it up if you are in Lexington and you have not had oh, the experience yeah. of riding on a lift, there is a promo code. Nope, Lime. I'm sorry, Lime. Lime, we're gonna hook you up. Yeah, promo code, and this is not exclusive to our podcast. This is citywide. It's Lex Do It. So very similar to our podcast, which producer Phil said we could maybe um, sue them for copyright infringement of our name, but so um, we haven't we haven't filed it. Yeah. The lime uh, the lime promo code is Lex Do It. L e x d o i t, all one word.
0: Yeah, and he said it was for two free rides. Three you rides. could go ahead and take them out around town. You and I did it in Indy the first time. That's the first time I had done it. I had a blast. We were a little scared because we went across that one major road. I'm like, Jimmy, we're just going. Uh, and we, we were successful. We survived.
3: We did a brewery tour on the scooters, uh, which we uh, were got progressively braver throughout the day. I'm not sure if the uh, the, <laughs> the libations. Is, the beer's <laughs> up with that. And... If we, and uh, we didn't do any um, sweet jumps. I Let's see. I, I guess it's I-65 or I-75 runs straight through the middle of <laughs> Indianapolis. This. And the breweries, so let's say that's a straight north to south line. The breweries happen to be on east-west, two-tenths of a mile on each side of the interstate. So we were bebopping back and forth under the interstate. At one point, I thought we were going on an interstate on-ramp on the, uh, with the... Uh, uh, scooter and it was not good, but we got home. I did have a bad experience this summer in Kansas City. Again, we were on some hills that probably shouldn't have been scooted <laughs> on, and I had to come to a pretty aggressive stop, and I um, bit it. I oh. fell on. I fell backwards. Okay, backwards probably better than
0: forwards. I don't know. Well, maybe not. It
3: did. I thought my. I thought it was kind of a blacktop road. I thought my. Tacky shorts were ruined, but I, all was good. Didn't even really have a scrape. Oh, um, that's good. But I did have to go into my friend's apartment and kind of casually look, pull my shirt out to make sure there weren't any black marks on my shorts, and then kind of, of something else. Then awkwardly look the reverse way into the mirror. And he's currently sure. awkwardly looking yeah, yeah, to I am, demonstrate. <laughs> I am.
0: I will uh, say this. Lindsay didn't love her experience online. We did it in Charlotte a couple weekends ago. We did fine. I think we only went three tenths of a mile. Then Lindsay was kind of like, "I'm kind of done." Same thing. We were bebopping between breweries. I get it. It, it is a little bit of a learning curve. We had done segways in
3: D.C. I will say this: uh, scooters are way better than segways. Yeah. Well, one, one last point on this. You told me, and I didn't know you could do this, but you, if you have it, if a someone, a husband, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or just two friends, another. Right. right. If, if one person has the app, then you oh. can do a group ride right. and then unlock it for other people who don't necessarily have the app. Right. right. So I unlocked it for Lynn. She didn't want
0: to deal with the hassle of downloading it, so I put her on mine. But I, t- I mentioned to you, our rides in Charlotte were way more expensive than Indy. I don't know if that was because Indy was my first time, but I need to look into that a little more because it seemed a little pricey for what it was. in Charlotte. It also could have been prime time, mm-hmm. but there are tons available,
3: so I'm not entirely sure some but cities they, haven't managed it properly and so they're over flooded with them so they're trying to recoup in the, the herd and so they're, they're probably taxing them and putting fees on them I bet that's so true. There, there are certain fees that that um so ours is a dollar to unlock and then i believe it's like 50 cents for every 15 cents for every minute <laughs> that's right uh but, but there, there are fees behind that that the company is paying to lexington but that's what we we're paying here in lexington uh, I'm pretty sure that that's right. The dollar part for sure is right. Okay, okay, so I'm sorry we took a long time on my win, So how about yours? I think the Lynn Bowden experiment at QB
0: has oh. been a win. I know he went one and one, but he was also uh, National Player of the Year or National Player of the Year, National Player of the Week quarterback. For quarterback, yeah. which I think for him is a benefit. So I guess it could even just be a win for for Lynn Bowden. Is him going, I, I don't think he comes back next year. So I think this yeah. really showcases what he can do for NFL teams. I think this kind of moves him up that he can be shown in this way. Similar to Taysom Hill in uh, New Orleans, kind of doing the same kind of thing. I actually see Lynn being more dynamic than him. But, I mean, if you told me we were going what, what we had been and we went to the Arkansas game with our starting wide receiver who was our fifth-string quarterback, and we went one-and-one and, one, and even had a chance in the Georgia
3: game, I think we all would have taken that as a win. But, I mean, I think at the beginning of the season, even the loyalists of fans chalked the Georgia game as a loss anyway. So even if we had Terry in the first-string role or Sawyer in the second-string role, no one was confident we were going to beat Georgia. I think think no one was confident that we would be tied 0-0 at halftime. And, And quite honestly, I think the weather played the biggest part. Our defense played out of their
0: mind, don't get me wrong. But I think weather played the biggest part in that. And honestly, I don't think Terry or Sawyer in that weather would have done as well as Lynn did. And I know we had zero points, but he got some big first downs. We were uh, demoralized by a lot of stupid penalties. We made we were the team that made the mistakes. The bounces didn't go our way. Our, our punter, Max Duffy, who's an All-American at the halfway point of the season, shanks one. He hasn't shanked one all season. And people were saying, oh, it might have been the weather. You know, he, he owned it after the game and said, no, I just straight up missed it. The Lynn fumble. I just think, like you said, I don't. I'm, that that loss doesn't affect me. I, I think going forward, we're in a good situation. Sawyer's supposed to be healthy. I think that's a good thing because then we get our best receiver back. So I'm. I know we're a ten and a half point underdogs to open
3: against Missouri, but I feel good about it. We also uh, the weather also prevented. I know you can't count on interceptions, but the weather prevented Jake Fromm from throwing. And we know yeah, they, that he's he's interception prone. Absolutely, so we weren't allowed any you know, of those opportunities to I try think to. He only had some 35 effort. yards total right. passing. From, yeah, and, so and I think our just defense got worn down, and then we gave him a couple short fields. Well, yeah, I mean, they, as as hard as they played the first half, played the, probably the game of the season for them so far. Of course, they retired.
0: tired. Uh, agreed. I, I do have one other win, and this is might catch you a little off guard. I'm going to go ahead and say a win for the Nationals. They went ahead and beat our Cardinals. They swept us. But for that franchise, which obviously we all know began in Montreal back in 1969, they were there for 30-plus years and then obviously moved on to Washington. My brother-in-law, Rob and Emily and sister-in-law, they lived in D.C. for about three years. We went to a bunch of games there. I have no ill will toward the Nationals. I'm happy for their franchise. Would I love to see the Cardinals? Absolutely. But I'm happy to see the Nationals, and I hope that they beat the Astros.
3: I do, too. Uh, agreed on that. I'm usually not one to root for the National League team in the World Series. Uh, but I will because this year. Because of your Yankees and your Royals <laughs> and all your other teams. Yeah, the Angels. You know, all, I'm just kidding. In the outfield? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the best That's movies of all time. They're not fairies, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I totally agree. It should be a fun series. How about let's go ahead and see your place? My place is actually, I have two. My first one
0: is Transy. So, Transylvania University, real close to where we're recording this. I guess the fall is their time to shine. They love pumpkins over there. A good friend of ours, Amanda Menageddi, she is part of uh, the alumni relations over there at Transy. And Everyone's familiar with the lighting of the pumpkins, the the few days leading up to Halloween. This year it's on the 29th from 5 to 8, where all the different uh, organizations and people come and they light their pumpkins, and it's a big festival. However, uh, Amanda told us about an event this Saturday, which is where they actually come and start carving them. They have vendors, there's cornhole, that's 12 to 4 this Sunday, I think. Saturday or
3: Sunday, you have said both days. I'm sorry,
0: Sunday, 12 to 4, I apologize. So with my family being in town, we're going to go over there probably on Sunday. We're also going to go to an an orchard or pumpkin patch. But we're going to go over there, see that, check that out. Um, I think it seems very family-friendly, which is great. But Transy really doing up uh, Halloween the right way. Oh, yeah, so my um, place of the week for me, at least, um,
4: is in a car. Um, most of you know me, know that I'm legally blind, so I'm unable to drive. However, recently, um, I have, uh, passed a test to learn how to drive with a biocular device.
0: Get off the roads. Get off (laughs) the roads. This is your
4: warning. Um, Stay off the roads, stay off the sidewalks, um, if you live in Lexington.
3: Cool. Kyle, hope to see you out on the, on the roads there, and, uh, hopefully your brother doesn't have to keep transporting you around town my place is some news this week is the there are two texas Roadhouses in lexington restaurants and uh so one's moving the one on richmond road is moving from its current location to uh, across the street and we'll talk about this more in the podcast they're gonna build a new location that's bigger has more room it's gonna be in the old walmart parking lot And and apparently the walmart has been sold to Don Franklin, who Connor has some research, but is becoming one of the bigger car uh, uh, ownership groups in Kentucky. Massive. Huge. Huge. Maybe in the right time and the right place to buy some other groups of dealerships as they needed to uh, transition owners and things like that. So anyway, so that Walmart's becoming a car dealership. Uh, which I, I think, think is good repurposing. We're very worried now in, about big box buildings uh, are I mean, they vacant. vacant? There's that website that shows all those malls that are empty and they're just kind of creepy. So my question for you, and this is, this is spontaneous, but what is your when you think of big box stores or even mall transformations in Lexington? Like what are the best reuses of? Those? Well, the, the one that obviously comes to mind first of all for my family, especially on Lindsay's side of the
0: family. They're big Southland people, and they go to Southland, obviously, Lindsay's parents, uh, her sister and brother-in-law. So I think the old Lexington Mall Mall. over on Richmond Road there, I think the repurposing as the the Lexington branch of Southland was a great uh, repurposing. If you've never been there, it, it is a really impressive structure. They do a lot of good for the community. I think that's probably the one that stands out to me that makes the most um, most sense. Also, I think the moving of Malibu Jacks over to Kmart, yep. uh, over the, also uh, well Nicholasville Road over by me, okay. I think that was smart. And you, you might, might be, be touching you. on this, maybe I'm jumping the gun, but that's going to kind of be gamer food row over there on Nicholasville Road. We know with the basketball players going to uh, Malibu Jacks. There's also so Gaddy the Town, yep. and then we know that um, David, Buster's. David Busters is coming right across New Circle. Uh, over, I'm a little worried about that one because that's over where the TGI Fridays was, and um, I think what's still over there. I know the, the Best, Best Buy. Buy so Best so Buy so is going to still be open. Value City Furniture. That's I think it's, it's going to sit between, between the two. It's, it's going to be somewhere, somewhere in that. Said
1: St- Beyond yeah. is still over there. Yeah.
0: The or okay, so is in that? No, I know, I know exactly. Yeah. But then, but the but Toys
3: R Us is where it's going to go. I'm not sure. Somewhere in that vicinity.
2: Somewhere in that.
0: from that row.
3: That road's good. You gotta, if you yeah. want to do games and food, that's where you go. The other, the other one is on uh, Turf Turf Mall. So UK Healthcare yes. pretty much took over I that. I think the uh, the other yeah. one that wasn't, wasn't really retail, but one of the old loft buildings or where they where they used, where used to play. To play. Um, uh, but, but it's, it's become the new UK, UK School of Design. Of design. Oh um, yes, yes, yeah. I know exactly.
0: Sitting right behind those loft. Yes, between. Uh, well, where Broadway hits Harrisburg Road, right. and in between where you cut behind, exactly uh, by Canes, and yeah. where it used to be Fazoli's warehouse. Yes, yeah. I, and um, I didn't know that. I actually just realized that recently,
3: within the last yeah. couple of weeks, that that's where the School of Design was. Yeah, um, and then we, we touched on, on this the other, other day, Fayette day. Mall, which, which is, is still, still our primary, well, or only. Uh, mall. Yeah. Well, I guess we've other shopping areas, but it, a traditional, traditional mall. Correct. Is now doing lots of different food outlets to kind of keep things yes. going. Like the Outback has moved there and, and things little, like that. So. A little sneak peek, a little foreshadowing. Yep. How about your place? Well, I already talked about oh, my sorry. one
0: transy, but my second one, and Connor and I have had this discussion. He's wanted to mention this for a couple episodes. Lindsay and I finally last week made our way over to Painted Taco. We love supporting local uh, Painted Taco over on Rosemont Garden, uh, right across from Paitana. We finally made our way over there last week. Lindsay had conferences. She also ran the bourbon chase last week. So we just had a Wednesday evening where we got an opportunity. I was like, let's go over there. And so we went over there. I was, I was very disappointed. I, I, don't, I didn't even go in with high hopes. I felt that the prices were a little high. The atmosphere was a little boring. It was a little cooler that day, so the garage doors weren't open. Maybe that changes things. The food was average at best. Uh, you and I know we were there on uh, Saturday. We're huge local taco fans. I would go to a local taco a thousand times again before I go back to Painter Taco. So maybe a wow. hot take. Real, real hot take. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I shouldn't drive over there then. <laughs> yeah.
2: no. I did I just find,
3: find out that one, out one of and Connor and I's friends work is, is working, working there, there. So maybe we can uh, talk to, to him about... Some improvements they can make. And maybe I, mean, I ordered yeah. the
0: wrong thing. I'm not sure. I just was not a take Lindsay and I both had two tacos. Their queso was not the best. Um, Lindsay and I, neither one of us really enjoyed either of the tacos that we got. We had four different ones between us. I had a um, prickly pear margarita. Again, just fine. I guess the only thing with the bartender, he was a nice guy. I enjoyed him. But other than that, I just really didn't enjoy myself. And I'm upset about that. I wanted to, because I love supporting local. We could walk there as a family, but if I'm walkable to Mexican, I'm still going to El
3: Toro. Well, I think we will make the commitment. Uh, if we do any restaurant or bar reviews that are negative, we will always give it at least one more chance to see if they will improve. Or maybe not the person who gave it that review, but one of the other hosts
1: will. Uh just of time. you, you liked it. Yeah, no, well I so I went there twice. So I don't know if you got breakfast or did you get like the We marina? got a dinner, we went breakfast. We yeah. Okay. The breakfast ones are, are the way to go. But the only thing with those are is those aren't tacos. You have to actually get a burrito for those. But I've had the breakfast ones and they're great. So you've had the, well. so had the tacos as well. So I've had the tacos too. I had um I think I had one was called like the El Camino and then I had, I had that um, one can't remember that off the top of my head, though. But, I like, but I'm just more of a breakfast person, like brunch breakfast, so the breakfast burritos, I thought. Uh, again, maybe I'm spoiled by local taco with them
0: having both great brunch and regular tacos. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I was just a little jaded.
3: I just was sad. I, I read an article today. Maybe we'll talk about this more. We need to do a taco topless. Uh, but, but there, there were, were some people, people there, there were some taco, some taco experts in Lexington. I saw that on the And journey. they are uh, they considered a place where I've never been as the best taco, which I think a lot of people would. Over Versailles um, so uh, uh, Road, correct? I think, I think so, so, next, so next near Clamato. Clamato right? think, yes. yep. yeah. Across the right. right. street. Yeah.
0: How, How about your sure? show? This might this is kind of interesting. So I think streaming services have really kind of changed this a little bit for me. I'm a huge Halloween guy. I have an annual party, Lindsay and I. We've already talked about our costumes. So I like to watch Halloween episodes of things. I'm a huge Tim Allen fan. I love both Home Improvement and I love Last Man Standing. And what I love about Tim Allen is every year he always has a Halloween episode. We know in most of sitcoms they do a Christmas episode. A lot even do a Thanksgiving. Friends was big on that. But not many do a Halloween episode. And I just love that now with streaming, I can go back and pluck out those episodes and go back and watch the Halloween episodes. They're hilarious. Tim Allen is just so funny. He reminds me a lot of my dad and our family's humor. And so I've been watching a few of those the last couple nights just to get into the Halloween spirit. I know New Girl um, also does Halloween episodes. That's another one. But
3: that's my show to kind of go in the Halloween spirit. That's awesome. Um, what what about, about do you like do you like, do you like, like uh, watching Washington the Today Show every <laughs> Halloween to see what the see what well the, I, I, I don't I don't get the
0: opportunity yeah. to because I'm at school typically, but I'm sure. Uh, shout out to Lisa. Lisa probably watches the Today Show and she'll probably let me know. She might send me an Instagram video or something. She's big on that. They do a, they
3: do a big deal of that. Uh, my show is, is, as as you, you probably, probably know, a, um, a big, big Bravo, Bravo fan, fan here, and so <laughs> Below Deck is back. I think three this three is the second shout-out to Below Deck. Well, it was Below Deck and Mediterranean. Mediterranean, Mediterranean before before oh. So, so Below Deck Mediterranean, Mediterranean ended, and, ended, and, and now, now Below Deck. But they're not in the Bahamas this year. They're in Thailand. Oh, wow. So getting to see a lot of new... New, new places, places and new things. things and so, is is it weekly, or is
0: it is the whole, whole thing, thing dropped where you're watching?
3: You can binge. Yeah, it's weekly. Okay, Monday, Monday nights. But Sorry, I am set the DVR. Yeah, yeah. The I caught up on two episodes <laughs> last last night.
0: I've never seen it. Lindsay's watched it a handful of times. It just doesn't seem like my cup of
3: tea. This it's the top-rated top show on on Bravo, even, even more watched than The uh, Housewives. Housewives. I don't like that either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bravo might not be for me. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting. Well, at. you know, back, back in the day, they used to, used to be your go-to, go-to place to see West Wing reruns on Bravo. Yeah, that's, that's where they were first shot.
0: Well, I think, I think going back to my point with the streaming services, a lot of these these networks are losing with the the rights, syndication. It, it's really hurting them because I love that I can go watch these up. But I don't have to. I don't Load up the DVR trying to find these. Yeah.
3: They're, they're right there for my for my picking. Right for I my picking. I have not Here. been able to find the Cosby show. Hey. Oh. Cheers <laughs> just <laughs> got added
4: to uh, Netflix.
3: Cheers has been on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, for like years. Oh. But some are coming going mm-hmm. as each network is starting their own streaming service. So
1: I'm going to give Below Deck another try. Yeah. I, I used to watch. Is it, the, is it the guy with the white hair? Captain, Captain like Lee. Hair? Captain yeah, Lee. Yeah, yep. I liked him better. He's I'm, I'm have to a give great, that another shot. Maybe I'll give it a try while
0: at
3: Pain Taco. Probably not. I don't know if they
1: play that there. why I
3: can bring my phone?
1: I mean... Oh yeah, that's true. I got options.
3: All right. Good luck betting everyone this weekend. All right. We're back for our news circle where we have our debates of local issues and then kind of the outside news circle. So that's kind of the broader uh, global issues. So let's start with the outer loop. Uh, as I said earlier, Texas Roadhouse is moving from one side of Richmond Road to the other. It's going to be a bigger restaurant. More people from outside Lexington can come into the big city and have uh, the big their state. Friday and Saturday night meal. And everyone will still have to wait an hour to be seated. But it improves it, uh, producer Phil. Surprisingly, used to be a waiter at that (laughs) said uh, Texas Red House. That that exact one. That exact one. Yep. I think it was his uh, first two years in college job. So that brought to my mind of uh, what are your favorite chain steakhouses? Okay. And we're not going to count Malone's or Jeff Ruby's or Tony's, even though they have multiple locations. I'm going to stay right
0: there with Texas Roadhouse. I love Texas Roadhouse. When I was at Cassidy, a family, one of uh, the families at Cassidy, their family was the proprietor, Um, and so we were able to get a bunch of the salads, the rolls, obviously. They would do a baked potato bar from time to time. I really enjoy Texas Roadhouse. Again, like I said, the rolls are probably the best of all of them, the rolls. Mm. Um, I also really
3: like Outback. I know well, that's let's go. A, hold on, let me let's let's continue oh. on on Texas Roadhouse. Some other thing. Well, I don't know if it's the rolls, but it's the cinnamon butter. I think is that's Fair. the thing that but people the, like. Yes. Yeah. But the oh, rolls
0: yeah. are still really good yeah. too. Rolls are good.
3: It's also um, based nationally, based out of Kentucky. Their headquarters is in Louisville. Okay, so that's, I Kentucky, know has know that has Kentucky roots. So Texas Roadhouse. Yep, City. doesn't make sense. And then also, <laughs> each it's kind of like Canes and Firehouse subs is there's mur- murals or things local to each correct community decorating i agree setters oh, i don't know about that but um, oh. but there is like in the bar area of texas red house on Richmond road there are yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cat, sorry, there are said. animated cats doing things uh, that like <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's like like the mascot <laughs> not gotcha. like yeah not like <laughs> pussy cats <laughs> You said Outback, so that's gonna be that was my number one. Okay. Um I don't know why, but when we were in college, ate there a lot. I don't know how I ate there you a lot. We've been there a time or two together. Uh maybe. Some I don't students, recall. That, but, be but, uh, uh, we went to the, uh, the one on Nicholasville Road before we went to a movie. Okay. I think that okay. I don't remember. But um it was me. But I did Victoria's Filet with blue cheese on top, blooming onion, the baked potato, the salad is so good. Like their dressings, I think, are the best. The blooming onion is is hard to beat i but i can't say i have eaten i i can't say if the cincinnati airport outback i think was the last one right oh, that's probably not that. even a real outback. so
0: Lindsay and i just saw recently the one that was on nicholasville road by half price books and rack room shoes that's now moved to the mall which or, is or i believe that it's moving to i, I can't imagine parking was too. bad at that, yeah, that one was awful at the that spot yeah. um but to your point I almost didn't say Outback initially, and that's why I went with Texas Roadhouse, was I feel like Outback's just a step above the Texas Roadhouse, the Logans, the Longhorns, and so that's why I didn't say it initially, but if I wanted to pick between those, I
3: probably would go Outback as well, but just um, Texas stood out to me. My only argument with the Outback is, for the prices you're paying, you could be eating at the Loan's for nearly the same price, I feel. I agree. Yeah, and Their so rules are good, too. Really the Yes, the the dark rule. Yeah. Not as good as Texas.
1: Um, and the Blooming Gap. So that's all that.
3: Now, go ahead.
1: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to mention a local one here, but it's not technically chained. But uh, I'm going to have to go with Outback as well. Uh, the only thing is, so I worked with I worked at Carrabba's, so mm-hmm. Carrabba's is part of Outback Steakhouse Incorporated. So did you
0: and Phil go out after work, like with for the uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I industry industry, industry, industry nights, night yeah. on Mondays.
1: Uh, I don't <laughs> know if I went out for that though. Connor
3: uh, would have been in sixth grade probably. Was, I think, yeah, I was yeah. in
1: high school probably. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Um, no, but I used to get discounts all the time. So if I took my parents or if I went there, I'd get half off. But if I went with other people, would be like thirty five percent off or so. But that's awesome. But yeah, and I liked it there. By the way, which is the pl- is Te- is uh, is it Logan's or Texas Roadhouse, where we throw peanuts on the floor? Uh, so that's both. Logan's oh, you know, and Roadhouse. Okay. I've never been to Longhorns. i not
2: sure of Longhorns. I couldn't
3: remember no, I've been one. there. I've never been to Longhorns, and I know that they tend to be in smaller cities. So, like, there's a Longhorn in Frankfurt or... Is there not one here anymore? Yeah, there's one on, on uh, Harrodsburg Road, where Wait, way back... Yeah oh yes. way back in the day it was a ruby tuesdays okay no wait no it was the max and irma's Talk about the waffle house right there in the bowen center uh no not, not that, that far, far down but okay. chick-fil-a no texas roadhouse was max and irma's oh okay. yeah there we go so this was wow. this was a restaurant they had really good sweet tea i can't think of it but i'll think of it again I do have to give a shout out to Logans. Uh, there was a time in my life, in the last four years, where I ate at Logans at least once or twice a week. Wow! Um, primarily because I had a friend who we—that was kind of our tradition—that we we ate there together. We also had a friend who worked there, so we may or may not have got the hookup pretty wow. good. Like, like not thirty-five percent, or not for free, but we uh, let's let's just say that the kegs of. Uh, Octoberfest and uh, Coors Light uh, disappeared. To the, to the or, or no you, Sam Adams like weren't accounted for at the end of the, the keg running out. Can I give one shout out to yeah. a local chain? What about Columbia's? Well, I was going to bring that up. Oh, uh, go for Yeah, it. the Nighthawk Special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I put them on. F- I put that
0: on par with these in terms of price range, experience.
3: Yep, and if you go to either of the Columbias, you get a very different experience. The downtown location is, the, 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 is, is old and historic, and the um, I, I, honestly, that's the only one I've ever been to. Oh, the Richmond Road one is is much bigger and wider, and I had a friend that worked there, but well, that was before my time. And then, well, then there's the Express right by me, and then there In used South to me. be an Express uh, at Tate's Creek Center. Not sure about that, but I know the only Express one is on Southland. They've remodeled, and it's good. I I have not gotten the takeout special, but... Um, I do need to go back to Logan's since you interrupted me. But just to give (laughs) the uh, very uh, cost-effective sirloin steak there is quite a delight. And the Roadhouse Tea. Uh, When I first moved to Lexington, the group of friends that we became friends with, after every U.K. football game, we would go to Logan's, and drink the Roadhouse tea, and somehow make it's it been to the You a lot of time in steakhouses. Well, I'm from Nebraska, so. <laughs> and that brings up another comment that we'll probably address in another, but there's no like old, Lexington doesn't have like, like Omaha has all these old steakhouses that have been, and Kansas City too, that have been passed down from family to family to family. We don't have that here. And it's it's just, just kind of perplexes me for how le- old this community is, how there's been no or even think of the New Orleans restaurants, how, they've, how right. they have, how families have split off, but they're still all kind of interconnected, and just how how do we not have that here?
0: I think a lot of it has to do with there's a lot of turnover here, people mm-hmm. in and out of the horse industry. I think that's a big part of it. I think people getting kind of border complacent. I, I think that big niche of people. They kind of change what they like, what they're into. So often, that's why I think a lot of these restaurants reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Even like with Dudley changing, um, with Merrick hasn't always been the same as it's been. And, and I just think that there's a lot of there's a lack of complacency here to an extent where there's not a lot of necessarily tradition because I don't think a lot of people are necessarily from here. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that are born and raised in Lexington, but none of us sitting here were born here. A lot of my friends come from other places within Kentucky,
3: and I, and I think that might have something to do with it. I agree. But we'll talk about that more in a future episode, probably. All right. Uh, that's really making me hungry, because I have not had yet. I know. I yet, am starting I'm starting to. I just don't know I, what I'm Lindsay put doing. put me
0: on picking up food duty, so oh, okay. I, might, I might be getting the Nighthawk
3: special. Well, there you go. So Let make it. them deliver.
0: Yeah, express yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm going to cover the inside little debate, the inside news circle. So with the blue, blue-white blue game being played this previous Friday, it kind of got me thinking about what Lexington events, whether it's UK-related, city-related, but what events that happen with inside the city limits, what events or traditions are kind of overrated? So this can be a little bit of a hot take, but what things that the city continually puts on or that UK does that you're like, eh, it's not really my thing, or... It's not as
3: cool as people on the outside looking in think it is. Do anyone want to start? I will. And this is is, uh, time appropriate, but I think that the Thriller Parade is overrated. Okay. Uh, Have anything to do with Michael Jackson's? No, it doesn't have anything to do with that. I think the Thriller Dance is cool. I think it's cool that the people um, take the time to learn the dance. But so many people are there the parade route is so long and the dance takes like they do it like I don't know eight different times probably more than it that it just seems like you're just standing there for a long time and I don't
0: like that it's always on a Sunday I feel like they should do it more to coincide with Halloween mm-hmm. but I don't disagree with that I, I've been a handful of times this is interesting I did read, I did read this in the Herald Leader that in order to participate you only have to go to one practice and one of the dress rehearsals so it's not as labor. I don't know if it used to be different, but it's yeah. not as labor-intensive as it once was. But I'm with you. I, I, if I never went again, I'd be okay. I do think it's cool for people who haven't seen it. It is neat to see one time. But yeah, I'm not a. Maybe it's an every other year or every couple of years every, thing to try. I'm not to sure you. I'll take Bo if they still do it when he gets
1: older. But it's not my favorite either. All right, what's yours? Um, I i mean, I kind of got two, but I guess I'll try to cover it quickly. But, um, I don't know. There's not really much, like, Fourth of July, like, fireworks, I would kind of say. Just because, like, I mean, everybody has their own well, there's thing. Been like, Carlos do do the stuff, couple, there's and, been a big to-do the last couple of years because
0: they, they did them. Um, where are they doing that? They didn't well, do they did them up
1: on top of the Fifth Third Building, which kind of wasn't. It was A.O.A. Then a- a- they okay, went to the but, parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think they are trying to partner up with RJ Corn because he did a big one, I think, in Nicholsville last year, which is why I was up on top of the roof. But hopefully they can bring it back out there. And, and I don't
0: those, disagree but... with you because we always get so excited about 4th of July. For whatever, I think maybe because we go so long without really something to celebrate downtown. And we always kind of like get to like 4 or 5 in the afternoon and we're like, all right, I'm kind of ready to go home, and grill some hot dogs, and, and hang out. It's a long day. It is. I think uh, fireworks
3: are overrated. Uh, I,
0: I, once you've seen them, you've seen them. I, I, although I will say this, Kay Harris invited us down this year, and we went out on the boat, and I talked through all of them. Yes. However, (laughs) you you do have to say those were, in terms of being out on the water and for a small place on Lake Harrington, those were pretty good fireworks.
3: Correct. We mm. we both drank, I think, thirty shotgun weddings that day, so there was a no, lot I did to talk Lisa.
2: about. Mm. Lisa, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's JB.
3: <laughs> so, uh, night market. I also think <laughs> that's <laughs> very overrated. I haven't been, so I can't okay. comment. I haven't either, actually. But over on Limestone? Yes. Yep. In a you know a redeveloping area of town, just a small area with a lot of people um, that go to it.
0: I do think the idea of it is cool, but like you said, it's it's a small, insulated area. It's kind of the same people all the time. I guess one of my things that I do like about Lexington is they have those
3: four people, but I'm with you. I've never had the interest to go to it. Um, my friend James absolutely despises the market. Has he been? Uh, he's been several times, but it's just, again, small area, too many people involved in it. Understand Which brings right. me to my next one, the Jefferson Street Soiree. You you have a lot of. Oh, <laughs> I have. What? I do. I do. Wow. I do.
2: Oh my! Well, uh, well, you don't start taking mine. Partly
3: because um, they didn't do it this year, but it's always uh, it always co- inspired, coincided with the night I was celebrating my birthday. So it would. I was trying to gather people a certain spot, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to Jefferson Street Soiree." And there's really not much there.
1: Some music, some food. England
3: does it, so it's done well. The first year, many more people showed up than they were expecting, so they've done a good job organizing it, but it's just not my thing. Um, I'm going to have one UK-related, one city-related.
0: The UK one is, I feel like, homecoming, the football game at UK, maybe it's because our team hasn't been great. I've always felt that's been kind of a letdown. A few years ago... I did go with the Giles to homecoming, went to the parade, which I don't even there. Think they, I don't believe they even do that anymore. They don't. Um, That was kind of cool, but in terms of the game day experience, they don't really do a whole lot with it. They even did the Jared Lorenzen game this year during it, maybe to get more people there. But I just feel like I remember being at SLU where we didn't have a football team, so our homecoming was soccer. And even that, we had, like, go-kart, people decorate the golf carts, and we did a parade that way. I even feel like SLU did more than UK does and I just I don't know if it's become an antiquated thing people aren't really into it maybe the turnouts weren't great but I just feel like it's pointless to even talk about a
3: homecoming yeah my Nebraska experience was homecoming was the biggest thing in the fall do you know where Uh, homecoming began? I don't. Missouri that makes a lot of sense They Missouri and Oklahoma State both have uh, the fraternities and sororities there build huge lawn displays made out of chicken wire and they actually have um, prohibition of how long people can, what they call, pump, which is sticking the tissue paper in the chicken wire like to create these- Oh, big, I know exactly what you're talking trends. about. Yeah. So there are pumping hours that you can only do so many of. I want to feel- You're right. Um, my friend Bryce you was in charge of Homecoming for UK. I think there are some internal divisions between the Alumni Association and what they the want student, student activities and then maybe the greater Lexington community of what it can be I know a lot of people I, I know a lot of younger recently graduated students who homecoming would aspire to would rather come for Keeneland than maybe for, so if they moved if they can move homecoming to coincide with a uh, Keeneland but I guess which I guess it did for the Jared Lorenzen one It did. It
0: just mm. that's just a lot to, to take on it almost I don't I don't know what you do. I don't I just feel like it's kind of past its prime. It's just not something that the city and the school really get excited about anymore. I have one more. Okay. And this is gonna be the hottest take of them all. Oh boy. Because we're all regulars. Oh no. Thursday Night Live is not what it used to be. So They still do it the same way. They still do the music and the vendors, and we all still are regulars there from April to October. But I just don't believe it's not as crowded as it used to be. And not that I need crowds, but I don't feel as many people go anymore. I also don't like how the downtown... um, It's no longer for charity, the tips. They're now going toward uh, downtown Lexington, the people that put it on. Fine, they're working, but... I liked it better when I was donated to the Humane Society or some charity. And I'll still go. I, we love going. Bo can come. That's something we can do as a family. We all meet up. We go to a lot of the different places around town. But I just don't feel like what – I feel like four, five, six years ago maybe was in its prime and its heyday. And I thought when they finally completed the courthouse that that would kind of be even better because it wasn't as blocked off or as claustrophobic – and I feel like this year was probably my least favorite in the
3: 13 summers I've lived in Lexington. Yeah, I, I though, prefer the less crowded day. I don't like the really crowded one, that asshole to elbows, uh, you know, whoa, <laughs> crowdedness. Um, but I, for the last couple of years, I've thought the pre-party before TNL is my favorite part. I agree. Uh, so oftentimes we'll go to Henry Clay or we'll go to the Wessex Green Room or uh, formerly the Casual Pint and get together and then eventually make our way. Usually because it's so hot, you don't want to be standing out there. Um, But now that they do have shotgun Wedding on tap, that helps it a lot. It does, but I couldn't
0: tell you one band that was there this summer. I I haven't listened to the music. And I used to go partially for the music and to listen to who was playing. And I just again I love TNL it's just I think it's a little overhyped and overrated from what it used to be
3: I think with all these things when they were small and intimate that's where we really grew to love them and then as they got bigger then it's just not as much fun um I I don't want to overshadow those but I have Three more. Whoa. Chevy Chase Block Party. I think uh, everyone really likes that, but I think it's too crowded, too. And there's just not enough to do that. I think there they need to expand. They need yeah. to make it wider.
0: I think if, if they new. went, if they took that, if they took. If Woodland, they went the to Kroger. Oh, not, sorry, not Woodland. If they took Ashland all the way to high and they blocked it off there going by John's Run on Walk Shop, yeah. if they made that L or all the way to Kroger, either one, I think I'm with you. I think they need to expand that.
3: Yeah. But then is it too big and there's not enough people filling it? Because we did do that one year um, where um, I think it was before school started where when South Limestone had all just been redone, they did that huge South Limestone block yes. party. But there, there just weren't enough people to make it full. Because right. that, that was probably double the size of Chevy Chase. Yeah. And then we one, t- we one time thought if we were going to make it far in the, ba- in the basketball tournament that they might as well just do that. Um, and control it rather than the be spontaneous things um, on Elizabeth Street. My last two things can yeah. kind of be combined, but overrated bar Halloween parties and bar New Year's Eve parties; those both fall into my very overrated.
0: And part. I've never partaken in either. I just I like I prefer to host the Halloween party. I like to do that myself. And New Year's Eve is probably the most overrated going out night of the year i never get excited that's something i've also kind of taken upon ourselves lindsay and i kind of having people over to celebrate at our house
1: i don't disagree with either of those that's yeah, expensive i mean i mean uh bills over your charges out the freaking roof Is that, that you go? Too. uh no i've had friends who gone there i haven't gone there though but yeah nothing really i'd definitely agree with new receive too on that
3: all right well for future episodes if you have ideas of the things that you want us to talk about or to debate you know you can get a hold of us on our social media outlets. The the username or the screen name for all of them is Let's Get to It Pod. That's also our email address at Gmail, and we'll be back for our final segment. Dinner, dinner night, no say- all right, so into our in memoriam section i am the celebrity death correspondent we have had no celebrity deaths this uh helping happy Uh, so uh, i will bow out and give you and yield my time to the gentleman from ohio uh, all right thank you very much i do have the floor (laughs) i will not
0: not filibuster um first one on on the docket. docket I feel like we had in-memoriam summer, and now it looks like it might be in-memoriam fall. I think we're going to get two weeks of fall, and then next week it's getting cold. And so I'm real worried about that, because fall is the best. And I feel like I went, you're going from your uh, your shorts and your quarter zips for two weeks, and then you're going to be in your galoshes and your parkas. I refuse to give up. Okay. Well, I'm worried. <laughs> through, through, through this weekend, it looks good. And then into next week, we're looking at like highs of 40, like
3: high 40s for our high. I remember last year we went from summer to winter. Yeah, um, yeah
0: that. and that's so what I'm worried about what's going to happen. So I'm in memoriam <laughs> fall. So I'm worried about that. Another in memoriam. This was also my win. In memoriam, maybe Lynn Bowden as quarterback. Uh, Sawyer Smith's supposed to be healthy, Healthy. so he's coming back. I don't think – I think Lynn will still take some snaps. It gives us a different dimension. But, but I think
3: this is going to be the swan song unless we see another injury to Sawyer. I think, I think he'll continue, continue to play. That way we force our opponents to prepare for two drastically different style players. <laughs> Especially with so many winnable games coming up. up. I, I feel, feel like yet, yeah, to make
0: them have, have to account for anything uh, is a benefit. This, this one, one, JB, I know you're a big political, political guy. Could it be in to Matt Bevin as our governor? governor?
3: What, what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. Tread lightly
0: as a teacher. Yes,
3: I think he he will be reelected, and um, many of the naysayers on TV and the internet need to put their uh, actions where their mouth is and go out and vote. But I predict that he will be our governor. the The latest
0: I saw it was even, yep. and it was very close. Again, I'm not sure. I've never t- taken one of these polls. They've never called me to ask, or I haven't answered, or gone straight to voicemail. I think between him and Andy Beshear, I, I think it's going to be very, very close. But if I had to choose which way it was going to go, I'm going to go with you. I think Bevin holds on, although it's going to be a lot closer than
3: maybe people would have thought a year, 18 months ago. You can't believe the polls. There is not a good way to conduct a poll anymore. in the modern era. Um, and people use the polling data really t- to – to really support or uh, derail whatever their well, thoughts are. And that are, goes back to the publishing. old commercials where it's like
0: four out of five dentists recommend. Well, which five dentists did you ask? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's the same thing with polls. Well, who, who are you asking here? So that's my another in inmemor- My last in-memoriam, and this one kind of comes a little, you and I talked about being at Indy last year. We watched UK uh, take on Duke and take a tough loss in Indy. But we we did get to see Zion Williamson play. I have no ill will against the kid. He had thought about coming here at one point. He just was announced he just had surgery. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. This happened last year at Duke. It happened in high school. I unfortunately just feel like this is going to be a recurring theme with him. I, I don't wish the kid any ill will. I'm hoping Kyle and I talked about this on the ride home the other day. I hope he's insured. I'm sure he is. But you know, I just I feel, feel like, like he's going to follow in the ways of Greg Oden, Sam Bowie here in, in Lexington uh, going on to the NBA that I think injuries are just going to plague him his entire career,
3: unfortunately. Too bad. You really want to, uh, even though being a Duke guy, he was almost a Kentucky guy, you could, you just want to see him play just to see what he can do. Uh, he's so, a freak. I think it's a lot um, very similar to Tim Couch. Like, there are just certain things you can be – a great college player and then when you get to the pro just something things happen yeah I just, just with of, him
0: he's, he's a 320 pound guy yeah. play, playing on that frame <laughs> and your, your legs
3: and your knees and your ankles they just can't take that so, so those are my immemoriums. he may oh, yeah. have a future as a gold Bond lotion spokesman <laughs> yeah. similar yeah. to Shaq
0: well, well that's what yeah. really <laughs> I was telling Kyle is <laughs> I'm, I'm actually glad for him that he signed that Nike contract because that's, that's if nothing, nothing else, else that's money in his pocket for he and his family, family. Um, I know a lot of these kids come from tough upbringings, so I,
2: I, I mean, he's a dookie, but I don't really feel yeah. like
3: he was a true dookie, like, like a J.J. Reddick or... He does seem well-spoken, and uh, so he may be a great broadcasting career that's in front of him. Yeah, Sam Bowie did it for figures. years.
0: He did, he did it for a while, especially locally, yeah. and then Sam figured out the Trotters over at Red Mile, and then things
3: changed for him. Cool. Well, let's uh, move to a more positive note to our birthdays and anniversaries. I think some of these are maybe, we recorded, we're recording a couple days early, so some of these may be a repeat from last podcast. But today, a very uh, uh, well-known character actor, uh, Jeff Goldblum's birthday is today. What would you say your favorite Jeff Goldblum? Hands down, Jurassic Park. Park.
0: Okay. I, I loved him in Jurassic Park. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I saw it in 1993 when it came out. My first R rated movie in the theaters with my aunt. I absolutely loved it. It's still to this day. And I think it's one of those movies, if you look back, there's a lot of movies, the special effects have become so outdated and good. I think Jurassic Park still holds up for the most part. It was one of the first
3: with CGI and animatronics, and I thought it was outstanding. We were on our way to a family reunion in Montana, and I saw it in an old-timey movie theater in Cody, Wyoming. (laughs) Um, I do think he's great in Independence Day, too, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Do you want to know know something? What? Never seen Independence Day. Really? Never seen Independence Day, Day, never never seen Men in Black. Wow. Well, you need to see Independence Day, because it has one of the best presidential speeches in all of movies. Who played Uh, the the president? uh, Bill... uh, Bill Brasky? No. Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman plays the president. RIP, right? No, no, he's still alive. Somewhere. Um, there, no, there's a, there's the guy in Twister, <laughs> and the, there's this yes, guy. Bill Paxton Bill did that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 1023 is, uh, we, we. I know we talked about this last time, Ryan Reynolds and Pele. Yes. Um, then 1024. Oh, I... Okay, so please go
0: ahead. So, so sorry, for 1022. 22. Um... Thomas Edison in 1879 created the carbon filament, which we all know went on to create the modern-day light bulb. So obviously that changed the way of the world. Outside of the light bulb, what do you think is the greatest invention that that we have seen or that has changed the world the most? Let's just do modern times.
3: Do you have one? Uh, I have one if you're not. Scooter, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Juicers. (laughs) Not bad, not yeah. bad. I'm gonna go internet. Mm-hmm. I think I think
0: the internet has really changed. Thank God for Al Gore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what would we have done? <laughs> right. Too bad I never was president. Yeah. Um, I, I think, think the internet just has changed everything. It's it's incredible. I don't go probably an hour without using it in some capacity. So in my opinion, I mean, obviously, the light bulb is massive because we're obviously using that now. But I think the internet for me would be the biggest right, right? Cause because
4: without, without the internet, internet you couldn't be listening to this great, great podcast, podcast so you're not
1: wrong definitely the backup camera on a car yeah <laughs> <laughs> that one's definitely useful definitely useful well, <laughs> so, except for except for my uh, sorry sorry shout out Brooke uh, I got in an accident she was backing up in a pole but she has a rear view camera like, how do you hit a pole now? You uh, that's bad maybe well I think glasses. it's probably
3: <laughs> parlays into it maybe they make a good uh, one two punch but, the, but a computer like I sure I'm sitting at a computer all day long, I can't imagine my job 30 years ago, would I be at a typewriter, would I be doing phone, like, you know, just how would that, I still own the phone a lot, but how would that really play into it?
0: Um, I have another one for today. Um, In 1988, 1988, Elton John sells out Madison Square Garden for a record 26th time the reason i brought that up is we didn't talk about this last episode but we knew about it elton john is coming to Rock mm-hmm. june of next year you and i will both be there big elton john fans question if you were to rank billy joel's top 10 songs your favorites versus elton john's top 10 songs Ooh. which ones do you go
3: Who do you pick I would personally pick the Billy Joel songs cuz that's what we grew up with in our family but Elton John's are probably the bigger hits on the charts. I would agree and I
0: when I was thinking about this question the top 3 like Billy Joel
3: songs that I love probably Trump the top 3 Elton but 1 through 10 I go Elton. Yeah. And Billy Joel is I don't know how I don't know if you compare how you compare him to a mod- modern artist, but he never had like everyone sings piano, piano man, and innocent man, and mm-hmm. New York State of Mind. Those never were at the top of the charts for right. a longer period of those time. Those more we, we didn't start, start the fire. We're uh, you're right. Still rock and roll to me. Yeah, but but still like those weren't like mega hits. Yeah. Like we all know them and they got yeah. lots well, of those cars. I'm
0: saying those were more so in the 80s yeah. when he kind of reinvented himself. Those kind of when he became more poppy mm-hmm. as opposed to singer-songwriter
1: yeah, that that girl I'm stuff, just thinking yeah. it's yeah. kind of like
3: OAR today like they've never had one breakout hit but they're still out there everyone knows their songs. They're still touring whereas Elton John had some like mega hits that were like at the top. Mm. I don't
0: I, I don't disagree. I like I said I 1 through 10 I go Elton one more, JB, and you're gonna like this one. This is a little little surprise for you. So Taylor Swift um, years ago, when she released the Red album, it dropped today on uh, 1022. So I got to tell a quick story about you and me going to the Taylor Swift concert, uh, probably about what seven years ago. Yeah, might have been on the Red tour. No, it was the 1989 tour. Yeah, is actually what it was. So I'm sitting in my apartment when I lived at the Merrick, and we've already talked about how three fourths of us have lived at the Merrick place at one point. Sitting on uh, my couch at the Merrick, it's about 5, 5.30 on a random Saturday. Get a call from JB, which we only text, but I get the phone call, so I know it's got to be important. He calls me up, he says, I have an extra ticket to Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs> and I'm
0: sitting on the couch and watching football, and I go, how much is the ticket? And he goes, free. I go, where do I need to be and what time? <laughs> so... I, I did tell him, I go, J.B., I'm going to have to have some libations. We're going to have to go somewhere before. He goes,
3: meet me at Tin Roof. I was already right there. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> me? Well, that's when you found
0: out you weren't. You didn't have someone to attend with you. Mm-hmm. So I meet J.B. there. We have a, a good time for – we pack in a, probably about four hours into an hour. And we walk from Tin Roof over to the concert. J.B. and I stick out like sore thumbs at the concert. A lot of <laughs> mothers, a lot of teenage girls. But there we are – pushing through what's great at Rupp during concerts they still have beer sales so jb and i go to the beer stand we both get two some, some, two each each because yeah because we don't want to have to sit <laughs> yeah we don't want to have to get up and out it's a whole thing we have lower bowl seats great walking into the row and unbeknownst to me there's four girls that just go coach albert coach albert and i was like what it's the Sayer Middle School girls soccer team that I coach, and here I am draped in <laughs> with two beers in my hand to the Taylor Swift concert. But still have some great pictures. It was a great memory. It's one of the first stories I told Lindsay about you, and it's something that I really enjoy. We had a great time that evening.
3: We did. We then moved to different parts of the stadium uh, <laughs> to keep drinking without interference from your students. I think you're. I don't think you're, you are would. You. Would make as big a deal about that in today's times. No, and, uh, and they
0: really, they yeah. didn't really care. They just were having a good time. They were middle schoolers. We were, I was off, quote unquote, off the clock. Yeah, they didn't make a big deal about it. They just were happy to see me. It was foreign territory in order to see me, as opposed to the soccer pitch. They're seeing me at Rupp Arena at Taylor
3: Swift with my friend. The funny story <laughs> is, I bought those tickets from. A girlfriend and boyfriend who broke up, and obviously we're not going to go to the concert. And you're You're never never, ever going to be together. And then so then I asked another friend who I thought was going to be in town to go, and then she proceeded to like day drink all day long and not show up. So thankfully Joe, and that was still pretty early. We were friends, but we weren't. It was well, uh, I don't, I don't
0: think I was even your first choice. Yeah, of uh, course you were, but maybe now, yeah. Uh, so that was my last one for today. Um, you were getting ready to go to the 24th. I do have one for tomorrow. This is a big Please. one. My dad's birthday is tomorrow. Joe Sr., he's not really a senior. He's Joseph Patrick. I'm Joseph Adelbert. That's a story for another day in my middle well, name. Age-wise, he's a senior, right? Yeah, he's definitely a senior. But happy birthday to my dad. He turns uh, 64 tomorrow. Uh, my mom's a little bit of a Mrs. Robinson. Uh, she's April, he's October. So a little cradle, Robert, if you know what I'm saying. But happy birthday to my dad. Also tomorrow in 1941, Dumbo comes out, one of the first animated feature films from Walt Disney. Boys, quickly around the table, favorite Disney movie. It's
1: a tough one. I'm little Mermaid. mermaid. Ooh.
0: Whoa.
1: Okay. That's
0: not where I would have thought... <laughs> From when you and I, when we were, like, singing our bunk beds the Disney songs, we never sang The Little Mermaid. Redheads, man. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh no. The next guy cosplay. <laughs> Connor? Ariel. Oh.
2: Ariel Albert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice ring to good Definitely good no, He can pick her up in his car. <laughs> yeah. All right. If we're going back to the day of Disney movies,
1: Tarzan. Tar's back neighbor. in the day, <laughs> I was like in high school. <laughs> can you come uh, back at one turn I, in the morning on Netflix. Phil Collins wrote one. most of the songs for that one.
2: So, right. one, yeah.
3: one of my top, top ones. Um, we were one of those, this is really aging us, but we were one of the few families that had a, we didn't have a VHS to start out with, we had the beta, beta max. Uh-huh. Uh, but all of our Disney movies were on that. So I would say, probably growing up, my favorite to watch was uh, Robin Hood. Okay yeah. Ooh. The So boxes,
0: yeah. My mom was very um, big on in the late 80s, early 90s, there became a big push to start collecting VHSs. and yes. Disney every few months released right. some of their older movies. and she was huge on collecting all of them. The older ones were fine. I like I'm with you Robin Hood was fine, uh, sword in the stone. But my favorite I would probably go, I love The Lion King. Mm-hmm. the music. So it's just fantastic. Aladdin is also a great one, a little more comedic, with Robin Williams. But those would probably be my two. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, two more things quickly for tomorrow. Uh, in 1958, the Smurfs debuted. Actually, nah, I believe. Okay, Kyle is in this <laughs> cosplay. So I don't think he, he's, he's on he's on another level today. And actually, it was it was debuted in a German um, cartoon. And then they kind of did like a spin off. So it was a cartoon spin off, but kinda of also going back to the Disney movie. Favorite cartoon growing up. So Connor's gonna probably pick something from the two thousands. Like what
1: Ah, go back to me on the cartoons. Okay. I got that
0: one. What's your favorite cartoon? Kyle, you got one? Pro
4: Stars. Oh
0: yes! They, oh, go ahead and tell me. Okay, them. yeah. So
4: it was Wayne Gretzky. Was it Bo Jackson? It was Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan. Jordan, and they are—they're uh, basically like superheroes, but also themselves. But
0: they lived underwater. <laughs>
4: yeah. They had all these sport they, all their sports equipment was gadgets. Um, so like Wayne Gretzky had, like skates that like gave him like super speed and stuff. And there was like a a grandma who's in charge of them. Uh, it was very convoluted and crazy, but um, I just thought it was cool that you know these athletes that I looked at were also superheroes. Um. So yeah, that was mine.
3: I think uh, He Man was probably really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle probably loves Shira. <laughs> there um, at the time there was also like a WWF uh, cartoon, Rock Rock and Rock and Wrestling. I think so, and but that probably helped us in, be inter- at a younger age be introduced to the wrestling character because it was the current. It was Hulk oh, Hulk Hogan. And, yeah, Ultimate and, Warrior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know, Roberts? Well, I mean, they hung out at... Sergeant at, Slaughter? They hung out at the uh, Junkyard Dogs, like, Junkyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I know. yeah, I do know what you're so, talking about. So it helps <laughs> you <a> understand <laughs> the characters. So then when you watch WWF, then you kind of, like, knew what was going on. I understand. Because that then ponied into a, a long... W W W F. That's what, what we, was, we would. That's what like when my parents would be like, uh, you could go rent a movie for the night. We right. would always rent these W like uh, you know Royal Rumble right. and yeah, that's Summer awesome. Smash or whatever.
0: My I'm gonna go two different ways on this one. My first one is I love Thundercats, and the best is like when the Thundercats like when one of them like would be caught and he's climbing up like the the like the cliff. Like, he's talking at the camera, and just his arms are moving, but apparently he's going up. But I love Thundercats. And then to throw a complete curveball the opposite end of the spectrum. I was a big Muppet Babies fan. Loved Muppet Babies. I love the Muppets in general, and the Muppet Babies was great. Um, I really, that was one of my favorites growing up.
3: But I think it, it too, introduced you to the characters. Agreed, absolutely, uh, yes. Because we were too young to watch the Muppet Show, or did From, it didn't make sense to us. Uh, that
0: and then, yeah. and it was kind of on the downswing. It, it kind of had its heyday in the late seventies, early eighties. I absolutely agree with that. Oh, by the way, Rocket Power, mm. yes,
2: Rocket Power on Nickelodeon. Like, yeah, yeah right back, I didn't watch many have, cartoons on Nickelodeon. They were kind of like
1: surfer skateboarders. Uh, they just do a bunch of stuff over there. Okay, but yeah, Rocket Power for sure that One more for
0: tomorrow. In nineteen ninety-three, Joe Carter hit the only game seven or I'm sorry, World Series clinching home run to win a World Series. He did it against the Phillies. I remember that video. It's in great. It's just one of the greatest moments, especially the fact that he had played for the Indians, and I was a fan of his when he played for them. But what's the biggest postseason moment? it doesn't have to necessarily be in a finals or a World Series or a Super Bowl, but that you watched? Not that you've seen the highlights of or that like you went back in the archives or that they've shown all the time, but what's the one that you remember watching when it happened and just being like,
1: that's really cool? I got you right here. Go. Jay Bruce, Cincinnati Reds, when they clinched when I was up there going to college my freshman year, we got tickets late, and of going there, I was sitting in center field the when we rocked it, the walk-out him run. Yeah, that was that was definitely. That's for sure. also, Yeah, that's exactly awesome. what I'm looking for. And, and that was so, one of my first like Reds yeah. games too, so definitely a great experience.
4: Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go with just when the Cavs won the uh, the championship. Um, you know, like being from Cleveland, you know, waiting since well, I wasn't born in '64, but you know, the city had been waiting since 1964. Um, you know, I'd waited my entire life from you know 1986, and to just see Cleveland just finally get something. Um, I just remember just falling to the floor and just. Overcome
3: with joy and stuff. That's
0: awesome. I'm gonna go the two that are more general, and then I'm gonna go like you all did with one specific to yourself. I think the Jordan flu game, where he hits that shot. I believe it's over Byron Scott. He does the step back, and he had the flu, and he drains it in game six. And I just I remembered watching that. I think it was '98, and it was one of the coolest moments, especially as it came out how sick he really was. That was big. I think the Aaron Boone game, uh, the Game 7 send the Yankees over the Red Sox in 03 wow. to go to the World Series. Come back from a 3-1 deficit, yeah. and Aaron effing Boone hits that home run. Now the manager of the Yankees, but yeah. took the L to the Astros. I remember watching that game and just being like, how did they come back from 3-1? It was so cool. And then my personal one, I remember in the 06 World Series, when Adam Wainwright strikes out Brandon Inge, with the old uh, curveball freezes him
3: and strikes him out to win the World Series in 2006 for the Cardinals. Uh, mine's on a similar note, and this was in person. Uh, got to, was at Game Seven of the 2011 World Series of Cardinals and the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, most people remember Game Six was very dramatic, come from behind win for the four Cardinals. Is- uh, to, to continue on, on game seven, I had come into three tickets for game seven But it all depended on them winning game six. It literally materialized the day before so uh, me Jesse and Josh were all in our separate places just w- Waiting with Fingers anticipation. Crossed. Yeah, and then the next morning we drove there Had a great night celebrated with every everything and then came back the next day. So it was awesome. Yeah, all right, uh, so ten twenty four is Drake thirty second birthday. Can you believe it? Okay. yeah, I'm not a big Drake guy. Yeah, I know. I know Kentucky
0: got into him for a while. He's not really my cup of tea. I don't like his music, and I don't.
3: I'm I'm fine that he's kind of distanced himself from UK. Yep, he's kind of uh, he's kind of taken the role where he's uh, picking the. Different teams. He was on the court. What, was he on the uh, the, the,
1: the Raptors? Yeah. He's from
0: I don't. He's just he's a full of himself, in my opinion.
3: You do get a hand it to him, though. I
4: mean, from like how he began, like on the Grassy and stuff, for him to make a big kind of career and stuff out of his life has been pretty impressive. Yeah. What else do
3: you have for Thursday?
0: I kind of did a jumble of just Thursday into the weekend, but I'll, I'll toss my first one out. Sure. Uh, in 1962, the Mancurian candidate came out. Not really that big of a deal. Not doesn't really excite me. Never actually really seen it. But what excited me about this was that was Frank Sinatra, one of his biggest roles um, moving from music into acting. So who do you think, in your opinion, is is your favorite that was a singer prior and then became
3: an actor? Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) Did he go the other way, though? Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) And I'm not talking about this Justin movie. Timberlake.
2: Ooh.
3: Okay. Do, do
0: you remember his first movie when he turned into an actor? What it was? Uh, well, I think this might be a trick question. It's not. Uh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm talking about in a in a major role. he was a supporting actor in the movie. Well, I mean, he not, played the Napster guy in
3: the social. Before that, okay.
0: Alpha Dog. He was he was a major. He was the kind of like the house guest kind of yeah. guy in Alpha Dog. Uh, mine would be. Will Smith. Mm -hmm. I know he was more of a rapper, but um, I guess he kind of went, he was kind of always ingrained, but I think once he was with DJ Jazzy Jeff and then went on after Fresh Prince, um, his movies, most of them have been very, very good. I haven't seen a lot of his more futuristic type ones, um, but I think Will Smith
1: is an amazing actor. I'm going to throw another rapper your way. Ice Cube. Yeah, definitely. Not not mad at that. What a couple Law and Order's, or was he? He was in no, he was Law and Order, right? Yeah, Law and Order. Yeah, still is. I don't really know what other movies he did before that. Uh, Well, he did Ride Along after afterwards, but nothing like. And I think he's really, I
0: think he's really good on Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Right, but you know, in that in that whole, we celebrate their whole catalog. Yeah, right. Um, Also, in 1978, coming up this weekend, um, the movie Halloween was released, starring. Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not big on it. I'm not big on a a horror movie guy. So what's your favorite, though? It doesn't have to be horror, but what's your favorite Halloween movie kind of get us in the spirit?
3: Not so much a movie, but more of a TV special, the um, uh, Charlie Brown. Yes! That's mine! Yes! That's
0: the only one I care about. It's, It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. I celebrate all of Charlie Brown movies. So,
4: yeah, so I'm not a big horror guy either. To, um,
3: Kyle keeps putting his his hand in front of his his face, so you he can so, hear right? him. Okay, yeah. so it's, yeah, it's not that important anyways.
4: Uh, no, I'm not a big horror guy. I hate being scared, but um I actually did watch okay. Halloween for the first time a few weeks ago. Actually very much enjoyed it. Um but no, my favorite would be Scream. Um you know, cuz it's kind of a um take on, you know, the horror movies and stuff that it's it's not supposed to be yeah. scary. It's, yeah, a little it's bit. kind of a kind of a mix of, you know, just showing it, a kind of a not a parody per se, but Kind of being very meta with it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw a loop, throw a (laughs) curveball here. Actually, I saw it on—I don't even know what channel it's on, but apparently it's playing every day until Halloween. is Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: See, I've never—I remember watching. My sister loved it, and I remember watching and be like, "This is terrible." But then we were talking about it at school. But they—they said there's a lot more jokes you'll get now.
1: Oh, yeah, Parker. and Sarah Jessica Parker is actually one of the uh, witches one of the witches she is? yeah with Bette Midler
0: I know yeah. Bette Midler and yeah. then the other one yeah. that woman that was the blonde fra- one no Sarah well the, the brunette one she was one of those women like in the mid 90s like early 2000s that was in like everything but yeah. like no one ever knew who she was mm-hmm. I'll tell
3: you what didn't catch on was the David S. Pumpkin
2: um, cartoon. <laughs>
0: Any questions? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know who loves that? Brad Souter loves <laughs> David S. Pumpkin.
3: Well, oh, and Kyle the, skit. Roof. the skit was good, but then the next year they did a cartoon. Oh, yes. Sir. yes. Uh,
0: oh, what's it called? Um, not a Wallace and Gromit. Um, the, where they do the, uh, like, the people that did the Ambiguously Gay Duo, oh. they're the ones that did the David S. Pumpkin. Gotcha. I'm with you. Terrible. Yeah. Um, mine, I will go with outside of It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I actually loved Blair Witch, but but listen, in the theaters at the time before everyone knew what it was, here's why. I was coming back from um, a trip with my high school buddy. We did a mission trip to Florida, and we were coming on our way back, and we stopped in Cincinnati on our way home, and we went to the movies, and we were all making fun of it. We thought it was ridiculous. I was talking through the whole first 20 minutes, and then... Things started happening, and it just like it they're like, Joe, you just all of a sudden shut up. And we, we watched the whole movie. It did freak us out. We bet people, but my buddies that I was with, we stayed at the guy that took us on the mission trip at his parents' house in Cincinnati. And we were betting people to like stay in the basement for a certain amount of time. They had an unfinished basement, and we were flicking lights and all of that. So a little sentimental for me, but I did like Blur Witch. But you had to have seen it in
3: the movie or in the theater. I did. It was way too scary. Oh, so you thought it was scary too? Like, Yeah, but I don't, that was not enjoyable <laughs> by any sense of the word. I thought it was fun. Anyway. they actually made a sequel and it was terrible. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1025, uh, Katy Perry is 34 years old. I can see that. Yeah. She's
0: moving right along. She's interesting. Lindsay and I watched um, American Idol last year. Or maybe this year. And she's just, she kind of beats
3: her own drum, doesn't she? Yeah, she, she does. Uh, the next day, uh, interesting birthday combo. I'm 1026. Hillary Clinton is 71. And Seth MacFarlane is 45. That's way older than I thought he really? was. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane from 45. Yeah, guy. yes, yeah.
0: yeah. That seems about right. I heard he's a real sleazeball. Really? Yeah, I heard he just kind of thinks he's real high on himself, almost womanizer-ish. I've read that somewhere. Hmm.
3: Well, he, too, uh, is you not see an, an actor it, and singer, and I Performer. very much enjoy his uh, Christmas but, but, album.
0: But couldn't you see him being kind of like uh, like him looking down his nose at you?
3: I don't know. Oh. Mm. I enjoy it, his humor. Well, I do, too. Um, I think he's clever. Yeah. What else do you have there?
0: Uh, I have two more things just real quick. So, in 1776, again, I'm a big uh, history buff. Um, I wasn't alive then, but anyway. Ben Franklin, he leaves the colonies and heads to France to get their support uh, to hopefully win the American Revolution. So, do you think he is the most known person that people would guess was a president that wasn't? Because so, um, you ask like, the common Joe on the street, and they're like, yeah, Pres- Ben Franklin was president. No, he wasn't. Do you think there's another person in history that people are more commonly mistaken that thought was president that was not?
3: Um, the other person, and now even much more thought of as president, but that people know his story now, I think was Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Just because he was mm-hmm. on currency, mm-hmm. um, the $100 bill, right? Yeah. Uh, that, no. that, yeah. Yeah. I think. No, Franklin on the $100 bill. Okay, a 10. No, who's... our 20. The 20. No. Andrew Jackson's
4: a 20. Okay. I think it's
3: a 10, because remember, it's oh, all oh, about man. the Hamiltons, baby. <laughs> 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 and talk about the Benjamins. Yeah. What? It's all about the Benjamins. No, not in the... not in the uh, Not in the Saturday Night Live spoof. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's... No. Uh, no. Anyway. He, he, was, he, was, no. so he really, is
0: on the, on the $10. Bill. $10 Yeah. Okay, thank okay, you, yeah. J- Yes, JB. Yeah. J- you are correct. So, okay. But that was my point. So, you think... Do you think Benjamin Franklin or Alexander Hamilton was more thought of as a president? Well,
3: more people know Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, um, he he was an awesome
0: dude. If you don't know, if you ever get a chance, to look him up. Like the things he did and thought mm-hmm. of, and he was
3: way ahead of his time. Indeed, a real
0: Renaissance man.
3: Uh, let me do one more birthday, and we'll go to your last one there. Uh, Ten twenty-seven. Speaking of the president, Marla Maples, fifty-five. Oh, um, the president's former, former, second former, wife. Oh. I was thinking. Okay, I was right? thinking Ted Turner. No, she, he was married to Jane, Jane Fonda. Fonda. I know that, but Marla most... Maples is Tiffany Trump's
0: mother. Gotcha. So after Ivanka, correct? Okay. Or Long... not Ivanka, Ivana. Which one? What's the daughter's Ivana. name? Ivana. Ivana, and then Ivanka is the daughter,
3: which is coming up. Lonzo Ball's birthday is also that day. <laughs> How's and three, three baller um, Shout out to history. Mm-hmm. I, think your, f- I think your favorite president. Well, second favorite. Dwight person. D. Eisenhower. Yeah, we R- talked R- about R- him R- last time. No, T.R. Teddy Roosevelt. Well, I like T.R. I don't know if
0: he's my favorite. He was the Bull Moose Party,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried to come back as that, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, no, I like I like Teddy Roosevelt. Um, so when was his birthday?
3: Well, his birthday's on the twenties uh, on October twenty seventh. Okay. So let's hit your last. Uh, uh, my last one over the weekend. Uh, 35 years ago, The
0: Terminator was released. Obviously, we all know James Cameron. James Cameron's an interesting dude. I read about him the last couple weeks on, on something I had seen. He must have been
3: really bored.
0: I got lost in one of those Wikipedia wormholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, went down. So, he would go years and sometimes decades without doing anything. Right. Just real weirdo. Anyway, he's made some of the biggest movies in terms of gross money in the history and then obviously Arnold, that's probably Arnold's movie that kind of pushed him into major start. Like people knew who he was from Conan, et cetera. But both of those, let's go around. James Cameron's favorite, your favorite movie James Cameron did, and then your favorite Arnold movie.
3: Well, I mean, this is kind of a stretch. Uh, like, well, I mean, I'll just say Titanic. Okay. I, I don't like James Cameron. That's my hot take on the whole about, thing. I don't know no, why you're making us choose.
0: Well, that. because well, <laughs> it, cause
3: I said cause he did some of the high school. So he did Alien, he did Terminator. To be fair, the other people in the room are all looking at their phones trying to pick something out. They're just not going to be. Hey, but I thought hey, this was hey, more hey, kind hey, of knowledge. Hey, hey, easy on my Avatar. Obviously it's mean. not. Okay. I'm Avatar. <laughs> okay, but he did Alien, he did
0: Terminator 1, Terminator 2, he did Titanic, he did Avatar. I just, and I don't love it. Actually, of all of them, I probably like Avatar the best. I saw it in 3D probably 10 years or whenever it came out, but I just think he is too high on himself. so I
3: don't think he's all that great. Nothing, Kyle. Okay. Do you know that Titanic was such a big production and so over budget that he gave up all of his future earnings? Yes. And so he's made no money I from know, Titanic. I, I really? Know. Yeah. And
0: he actually offered Matt Damon the lead role of Avatar. And he offered Matt Damon, because Matt Damon was like in his prime at that point, and he offered him something ridiculous like 20% of all gross profits, and Matt Damon turned him down. It would have been worth
3: um, nearly nine figures. Wow.
2: Good
3: lord. The other interesting in fact about Arnold is um, he actually can speak without the accent. What? Yes. But because, well, why did he do that as governor? Because... That's what There's a people... certain uh, je ne sais quoi <laughs> about, about uh, speaking with the accent that draws people to him. It also is a defense mechanism. So if you don't want to answer something, you can give kind of a broken answer in a are broken going, like, language. Yeah, when you're like, well, I guess that's what he thought. Have you so heard him he, do this? No, I haven't. But it's it's it was it's unknown. It was uh, a, a consultant who worked on his. Gubernatorial. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, he's a great actor, so of course he can Yeah, do it do it. But it's funny because it. in any of his movies, he never did it. No, I mean he's not. I mean, I think when he talks to his family, wife, and Maria Shriver, who's one of my favorites, and yeah. um, Kennedy, uh, his his family, he probably speaks it very casually.
4: Oh yeah! So just to tie it all together, um, "True Lies" was actually written and directed by James Cameron, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. All
0: right, so you like so they worked together again. Yeah, James so Lee th- 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 for the third, th- right? Yes, for, for, so th- got back for the third, that, for the third, back we For the third time, my favorite Arnold movie, oh. "Twins," Ooh, with Kenny, <laughs> 1988 know. with Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's a great movie. Just so overthought. And then I also big kindergarten copy. That's what I was gonna. It's not the Tuma. Yeah. It's not a tumor. It's not.
3: (laughs) All right. We'll power through these last ones. So here's the cool thing. 1028, Bill Gates, 63. He kind of looks his age, right? I would have thought about that. I I like him to my parents' age, so that's about right. Okay. Funny thing, uh, one of Bill Gates' biggest regrets, he's gone on record saying this, is to have not come up with a better uh, restart button or have Microsoft have a better reset button instead of Control-Alt-Delete. Everyone hates well, just having process, a, button, a button, to do that. But they were using IBM computers, and they couldn't, they were running the the Microsoft system on a computer that was had already been assembled, so they didn't have an extra button anywhere yeah. to use, so they had to use the Control-Alt-Delete that had already been kind of established. That, make,
0: that makes sense, but to that point, I kind of also understand why you didn't want it just to be a button, because you know how, it, like, how often that would get pressed, and then mm-hmm. people would just be so upset. So, I don't know. Control to leave. I mean that. That's for as long as I've been on computers, I've always known that prompt. Yeah. Uh, to that point, something that I've read has kind of been circulated on social media quasi regularly is how all of these major corporations that we know, like Microsoft and Apple and Harley Davidson and Amazon, all started in garages. Yeah. And uh, Disney another one. So it's been something I've seen right lately. This The, the
3: American uh, ingenuity and, and Well, we're, we're uh, this podcast is pretty screwed then because Kyle <laughs> and Connor live in apartments that don't have garages. I have a shed. And then
1: you have a shed. A she she I, Lindsay wants it to be a she shed. It's not going to be a, a shed. I, I can move to my parents' garage. I just, move go. Co- I just can move their cars out. <laughs> yeah. I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. I got this, Kyle. I got this. <laughs>
3: 1029, Gabrielle Union. Oh, Mrs. Dwayne Wade. Yep, yeah.
0: 46 Wade. years
3: old. Yeah, she's she's like seven or eight years older than him. Mm-hmm. Talk Any about Mrs. Roberts. Roberts. we talk about on, on. Another a huge Nebraska fan there. Yes, she's, she, she, Omaha she's a guest picker. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, she was. All right, back to what you brought this up earlier. 1030, Ivanka Trump, okay. 37. Oh. Yeah, she's my age. Uh, Devin Booker, 22. Can you believe? He's only 22. He's 22. Man, yeah.
0: he would, I guess he would, would he be a senior this year? No, he would have been senior. Yeah, he would have been senior this year.
3: That's incredible. Can you imagine him playing in college basketball? Love it. Oh, God. And then Shh. another presidential shout out for history John Adams oh. was one of my favorite presidents. Oh, uh, and one of our, one of two presidents to die on the 4th of July, right? Yes. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Yeah. And both, on, uh, on the same day, the same year. Yeah. bitter rivals. I did not know that. Yeah, they they were two drastically different I knew uh, that uh, philosophy. So it would be like George Bush and Barack Obama dying on the same day. Really? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, well, they weren't, they served, I, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams served together in the Continental Congress, so they had much more back-to-back. That's what. That's, that was to my point, is that yeah.
0: they, they saw more eye-to-eye than those two would have. No, no, not at all. They were really? very far apart. Yeah that yeah. i did not, that i did not know Did you know thomas jefferson was only 32 when he wrote the constitution 32 yeah look at me like
3: what was well, i doing 5 years ago not writing the constitution they were, 50. 50. they were also died when they were 50 so like things were put condensed a lot and you could go to well, become a lawyer the way i'm, I'm in like, one year
2: <laughs> so how... Well, would, yeah <laughs> just a drive through <laughs> well, yeah. like like uh, Kardashians Virginia?
3: is going to Sit for the bar exam, right in um, California, I after not going to I'll... law school. All right, ten thirty one. Halloween birthdays, which I think would be creepy to have a Halloween birthday, but Vanilla Ice of all people is turning I, I, I said, dun, 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 dun. On uh, And then from Queen. And then um, yeah. shout out to last week, Christopher Columbus, which is yes. <laughs> yes, Halloween, yes, so sir. probably before it was Halloween, but right. uh, Christopher Columbus. And then eleven yeah. one. I watched. Uh, I listened to a podcast about Tumors Corner and the Iron Bowl and the Alabama and Auburn rivalry and the guy who uh, poisoned the trees. Yes. But uh, Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, is an Auburn graduate. I I don't think many people do that, but he turns 58. On 11-2, Joe, what are your favorite shows? Friends. David Schwimmer turns 52. Hard to believe that the Friends cast can be in their 50s.
0: Yes, and I've had this debate with a lot of people that are big Friends fans. I think Ross is one of the most underrated characters. Like people think he's so stupid and dumb. I think he especially after like season three, he is hilarious. Like he gets a little too effeminate late, but season three to season eight, he is hilarious. You don't agree? Uh, I don't yeah, like really? Ross at all. No, no I think okay. he's uh, th- just, just, <laughs> have he <fact>. just <laughs> such a wimp. Uh, but that, uh, but I think
3: he plays that so well. Uh, he at least has been able to do something. Matthew Perry and uh, Matt LeBlanc kind of got typecast with their characters. Agreed. And though no, I guess the Matt Lisa, LeBlanc has an HBO show, uh, Lisa, right?
0: Lisa Kudrow did too.
3: Yeah, but she's been able to be successful. Yeah, and then Cougartown
0: for Courtney Cox and yeah. Jennifer Anderson's the biggest star of them all.
3: Yeah, but like she has she still had like a big hit. I mean, all of her movies
0: gross multi-million. Yeah, but I mean, like,
3: are they great?
0: No, but they still people go see her. She has yeah. the
3: most star appeal. I do give her the fact she had a big career blooming, and she stuck with them. Like, she yes. could have left yes. Agreed. early. She had the most options of the rest of them. And they all stuck together, negotiated together, and got the same pay. Uh, Did Nelly, also, shout out to St. Louis. Yes. He turned 24 that day. Him. Uh, here's a real dynamic. Eleven three, uh, Colin Kaepernick yes. thirty one, Roseanne Barr sixty six. Do you think they'd get along? No, I don't think so at <laughs> all. Thomas but, Jefferson uh, and John Adams. Yeah, <laughs> I they'd probably have uh, Twitter feuds. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Roseanne Barr hasn't been taking her sleeping medication. Uh, all right, second to last. Here's another real interesting combination on eleven four. Diddy turns forty nine. I would have thought older. And he shares a birthday and the same age as Matthew McConaughey.
4: All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So that's
3: kind of an interesting combination. I keep getting older, they keep saying the same age. Now, here's the real surprise. <laughs> Ralph Macchio turns 57. Like, he's Whoa! three years away from it's 60. kid? He looks so young. Like, he still looks... Like that was, was in the 80s. Early 80s. I think he still looks he's like... So he's like... 62? I don't know. I, like, I didn't do the math, but... I just uh, did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I think, he, if you've seen him lately, he still looks I think he leg. could still play... So he oh, was, no, no, he
4: does, he does still play the role. They have it on um, YouTube. What so he, he was probably
0: yeah, early 20s yeah, yeah. when he filmed yeah. that?
3: Uh, yeah. Was he a high school kid in the movie? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, his yeah, character got, was high man. schooler. Wow. And then uh, My Cousin Vinny, very uh, great movie that I think is very under- Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci and yeah, uh, Marissa... Marissa Torell. Torell. Yeah. The Utes. And the, and, the, and the judge... Was the dad from Nickelodeon of the My Three Sons' dad? Like, okay, okay, these guys were the Nickelodeon cartoon. No, guys. no, the, no, my no, my three, no, no, my this three sons' black like dad show, TV yeah. That was oh, group group Knight. yeah, no, this was like this was when Nickelodeon played black and white TV yeah. shows during the day. This, like, yeah, it was Dennis dad's the Menace. Kid. yeah. Dennis the Menace, My Three Sons, I, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking well, about, I'm yeah. aging myself again. Close it out 11.5. Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you. Fifty nine, almost sixty. As I well. actually saw him probably eight or nine
0: years ago at the Opera House. He was awesome. Oh, I, I, I you were the
3: way it was about to come out of your mouth. I thought you were going to say awful. No, he was
0: <laughs> awesome. I think he's immensely talented. I think he's one of the the not as uh, celebrated artists of the '80s. I thought he was awesome. Everything I do, it was yeah. Uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, 1993. Come on. Kevin Costner, Morgan yeah. Freeman. He's a whole thing,
3: but I love him. All right, what are your closing thoughts?
0: Uh, Connor and I were talking about this earlier. The NBA is ending – or ending. It's starting. <laughs> yeah. We're ending. It's been a long, long day. After trying. Uh, we are – the NBA starts tonight. Um, obviously, I grew up – Connor, I mentioned this earlier. We're big Cavs fans. Nowadays, there's the, the season's so long – I don't really care until the playoffs. The playoffs are like a, a half of a season as it is. Start in June. Oh, well, no, right? End in June. They yeah. start in, in April June. Oh, that's and they right. go yeah. into June. Yeah. The only real time that I'll sit and watch is tonight, and I'll watch on Christmas Day because they have that marathon, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of keep track. I am looking forward to seeing finally there's finally some turnover. We, we no longer have the powerhouse that is Golden State. That's finally been broken up. We've got LeBron in L.A., we've got Kawhi in L.A. I'm interested to see some of the changes that have happened. I'm not a huge NBA guy like I've been in the past, um, but that does start tonight. Well, I think the China stuff is really tainting it all for everyone too, right? Not for me necessarily. I it's just I think the NBA is they care more about being a business than a, a sport and an entertainment venture, and it just doesn't excite me anymore.
3: Well, what a what a somber thought to uh, in this. (laughs) But uh, hey, watch the NBA tonight. Yeah. (laughs) So hope everyone has a great Halloween and a fun next two weeks, and we'll talk to you again in a little bit. Until then, let's get to
1: it. And this is my town.
2: Yeah, this is my town.